Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, uh, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Barbara Arnold, and I would like to introduce Matt Trammell, uh, running for Alder from District 16. Uh, Matt, as we begin, uh, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for Alder from District 16. Sure. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate the opportunity to introduce myself. Um, my uh, just a little bio and background. My wife and I live in the Glendale neighborhood. Um, Heather is a nurse practitioner at uh, UW Health University Hospital. Um, my uh, background and I think part of what qualifies me is um, I've worked about 15 years uh, combined at two real estate companies and then more recently about five years at an industry a trade association but currently um, I'm, I'm building a, a marketing communications a small business called um, Tiny Mighty Communications. Um, my you know I really truly believe that's a combination of my lived experience and, and my professional experience uh, that give me a, a unique perspective on, on how to get things done. Um, I'm a, a leader that brings a pragmatic um, solutions-oriented approaches uh, to the issues. And a, a big part of, of, of me and, and what, I, what I am is um, someone who comes from a compassionate, hardworking family of uh, public school teachers and, and healthcare workers um, and, and from them, I've learned a pretty effective approach, I think, uh, which is to listen first and, and solve problems second. So um, I know that I can work with all voices on the Common Council um, to advance a pro-growth and, and, and pro-people policy approach. Um, and given my experience, um, I'm a communications leader who's um, led teams and organizations to, to get things done. Thank you, Matt. Um... What issue or issues have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of District 16, and how would you approach tackling them? Sure. Well, you know, uh, in District 16, which is a, a um, you know a vibrant, welcoming place to live, um, work, and play, you know, we're facing um, some of the same issues that are um, happening all across Madison. Um, and, and two important ones that I'm particularly focused on uh, are, are pro-growth policies uh, that create well-paying jobs and, and support public health and safety, uh, but at the same time uh, would improve the, the quality of life for all of my constituents. So um, a couple examples um, that I'm particularly focused on are uh, the bus rapid transit uh, plan that's uh, um, uh, going to be in the planning stages for the next two years and making sure that that uh, includes East Madison. Um, unfortunately, it currently doesn't. Um, and the other, uh, I think, thing that is uh, really affecting all of our lives right now um, is uh, the pandemic. And uh, I want to work hard to ensure that the city is doing uh, everything that it can do to make sure that the, the COVID vaccine is uh, effective, uh, effectively uh, and equitably administered to all constituents. So um, you know, I'll be listening to all of my constituents and uh, making sure to address the issues in their everyday lives. Uh, and importantly, I intend to make sure that the issues of District 16 are a priority on the Common Council. Great. Thank you, Matt. Um, there will be an advisory referendum on the ballot in April. 
about a number of modifications to the Common Council, uh, including changing the number of members, making it full time, and changing the term of office. Which of the ideas being advanced do you embrace and why or why not? Well, to tell you the truth, I'm, I'm not uh, very supportive of, of any of them. Um, you know, first off, uh, I'm, I'm uh, trying to earn the opportunity to be a, a part-time uh, citizen alder, uh, which I believe is, is the correct approach. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, you know, in the process of, of building a small business. And um, while I bring that experience uh, to the council, and I think that would be uh, a really important um, background to have in terms of uh, bringing people to the table and getting things done, that's, that's my passion right now. Um, so I think, uh, you know, if, if you uh, essentially have the members of the Common Council um, down to around 10, I believe, um, from my perspective, that basically just makes all the districts bigger uh, and makes the voices of individuals uh, within the existing districts uh, essentially smaller. Uh, so um, I'm not in, in favor of that approach. Uh, and I also um, don't think that that's a, uh, necessarily a, a proper expenditure, given the amount of, of salary and, and benefits that they're um, talking about making those uh, for, the, for those positions. Right. Thank you. Homelessness, evictions, and lack of affordable housing are vexing problems for Madison that seem to have been exacerbated in the time of COVID-19. What ideas would you advance or support to help solve these problems? That's a great question. Um, so um, today we see uh, that uh, the proposed uh, new men's shelter uh, near East uh, East Town Mall uh, is advancing, which I believe is a is a good solution uh, for the near term, um, assuming the deal can get done. Um, I think it's unique in that it's a it's a large facility that could be expanded and that it's uh, close to public transportation, which I think is, is obviously really important. So I'm very uh, supportive of that plan, uh, but we need to keep working. Uh, homelessness uh, is, is an ongoing battle that's not gonna be won until every single person has shelter. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the issue is even more acute due to the job losses from the pandemic. Um, so from my perspective, we should be taking a, a proactive approach within every district to mobilize every nonprofit and state and federal resource that, that can help alleviate the problem, and whether that's funding for new and better transition housing options or mental health services, which are often the root of the issue. But in our own communities, we need a sustained conversation and activism that moves towards uh, solutions rather than marginalizing the unfortunate souls. Uh, in terms of affordable housing, it's really important to recognize that, that that is the critical path to stability for to stability for every single citizen. So while we know that affordable housing um, continues to be a challenge, it's one that we need to have to continue to work on uh, and we need to leverage every uh, available resource. And so um, I really think that, um, you know, the city can have a devoted staff member, uh, uh, you know, uh, in effect, a, a, a affordable housing ombudsman uh, that could advocate more openly and effectively with, with affordable housing stakeholders in the community. 
um, and particularly uh, local nonprofits and other providers. Um, but um, again, you know, with, with, with that approach, I think we could leverage uh, more of the resources that are out there and available to us, um, particularly within the inco incoming uh, Biden administration. Um, uh, and I think that can make uh, affordable housing efforts even more effective. Thank you. With the selection of a new police chief and the creation of a community oversight board, there is a lot of attention focused on policing and criminal justice, both from the perspective of racial equity in law enforcement and the concern of many citizens that in fact crime, especially car thefts and home burglaries is increasing and that police response is inadequate. How would you deal with these major concerns? Well, the, we know that the current situation is untenable um, and we need to think really proactively uh, about the, how the, the council fits into this process. Um, so, you know, I would be listening to the concerns of my constituents uh, and ensuring that their issues are being addressed um, you know, by any potential policing reforms. Um, so, you know, the city council can pursue better policing solutions and, and make itself a, a focal point for facilitating that change. You know, from my perspective, the alders represent the, uh, the citizens of Madison uh, and they bring on the ground insights. Um, so they really should be the kind of primary liaison between the constituents, uh, the PCOB uh, and, and the independent police monitor and the new police chief. So to the extent that we're bringing all stakeholders um, together to make concrete uh, policy changes that can happen quickly. Um, you know, they have to provide transparency uh, and, of course, um, promote community trust. So what policies? Well, there's some widely discussed policies that I think would be quite helpful. Um, banning chokeholds, for sure, uh, requiring uh, de-escalation uh, training and, and requiring um, comprehensive incident reporting uh, come to mind. Um, also, uh, you know, we should be looking at successful uh, programs in other cities um, like Newark, actually, which instituted significant police reforms, including anti-bias training and uh, new use of, of force policies, um, community relations programming. So all, all of those things are helping to um, um, kind of curb crime and violence in those communities. Um, these are, are, are common sense things that we need to do, to do um, and that the Common Council, again, has to make sure that we're addressing the, the legitimate concerns regarding policing, but while also ensuring that, uh, that we're keeping our community safe. Right. Thank you, Matt. Um, you've alluded to, to some of the next question, but this is a little, uh, little more in-depth. Uh, Madison businesses of all kinds have been severely stressed during the past year. What, if anything, would you propose to support business revitalization? Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, day to day, it's it's uh, you know, it's really been a difficult time over the past eight months, and we know there's going to be a difficult time, uh, really, for um, the next few months. Um, you know, I think the simple reality is that the economic health uh, and public confidence will not be fully restored until um, the vaccine is, is equitably distributed. Um, so we need a, a strong coalition, coalition um, 
across Dane County and across the city to make sure the vaccines are being effectively uh, uh, delivered. And I think alders can play a, a key role in that process. Um, and, and in the meantime, we need to continue current health measures like the mask uh, mandate, which keeps businesses uh, and jobs open as safely uh, as possible. Um, specifically on small businesses, we need to find as many ways possible on the council to reduce uh, friction um, in, in any of the, the uh, business-related approval processes and licensing processes uh, that they're going through, particularly as they are being asked to, to change on a dime, you know, operating procedures that they've had uh, for, for years in many cases. Um, and we need to be, I think, establishing um, a reopening Madison uh, kind of ex acceleration plan uh, that promotes small businesses, um, promotes uh, spending in, in their businesses, and that helps drive demand as soon as practical and as soon as health conditions allow. Um, so I think, you know, one other thing that's kind of um, uh, seems to be out there is, is the difficulty getting PPP loans. Um, so, you know, adjusting to uh, the, the COVID-related restrictions has been very hard on these uh, businesses. So to the extent that we're able to, you know, um, streamline any of the processes for them to get those loans, get that money um, to their uh, employees, um, keep them operating uh, to the, the maximum extent that they can uh, safely is really critically important and uh, it has to happen as quickly as possible. Thank you, Matt. Um, as we conclude, uh, what would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Well, first off, I want to thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm running for Alder um, to help ensure that the, the 16th district is a, a vibrant, um, growing, inclusive community on, on Madison's east side, uh, and that our issues and, and our needs are a, a priority on the Common Council. Um, now, I'll go back to something I said at the top. Um, I believe in a, in a simple strategy, and that's to, to listen first and then solve problems second. So, you know, um, it's our community together, and we need to focus on uh, pro-growth uh, and, importantly, pro-people policies that support a, a strong economy um, and a high quality of life in Madison and uh, in, in all of our districts. Um, and, and, unfortunately, that's even more important in, in these times of great needs. Um, so, you know, again, I, uh, there's, there's lots of work to be done. Um, I'm excited about it. Um, I think there's a really, really bright path ahead of us as we get through the next few months um, uh, safely. Um, but, you know, the reality is that we all share this community together uh, and the path uh, for improving it always lies uh, within each of us. So uh, I hope, the hope to have the opportunity to, to lead on that effort. I, I want to thank Matt Trammell for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. Uh, the spring primary is Tuesday, February 16th, and the general election, April 6th. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you all for joining us.